fresh booze. Let's jump into this uh, Green King IPA RFU real quick. I think this was the last. It's the last regular week. Yeah. For the playoffs. A little bit, little bit of drama there because uh, Saracens and Hartbury didn't get to play. And Saracens needed a bonus point win. They had to win by at least 12 points, which seemed doable. <laughs> um, but they didn't get to because Hartbury was not able to play because of COVID on their side. And they weren't Why able they to field a team. by at least 12 points? Uh, for a points difference to put them up over Ealing for first place. So right now Ealing has 344 and the Saracens have 343. Right. So, so with the bo- with the that's for the try bonus bonus points um like you know basically that's what they had to get to take over for first place. Was what it was I think that was before the other game was played. That was what they would have needed or something like that. Uh, so they they obviously didn't get it because um, Saracens and Hartford didn't play, but instead of the normal, the team that was responsible for the COVID cases, you know, forfeiting, it was called a zero-zero draw, and now Saracens will finish second instead of getting the bonus point win and moving into first. So Saracens are contesting that it's probably not going to go through anyway. It's not going to matter. It either way, they're playing. Ealing for the title. And that's what's going to determine who gets promoted. And that's going to determine who gets promoted unless now this is just my opinion. If Saracens somehow lose, which they probably won't, um, they would, in my opinion, they'd still get promoted anyway. However, I think if Ealing lose, but they do decent, they have like a decent showing they might also get promoted because who's to say they couldn't move up and, you know, beat Worcester or beat Gloucester or beat, you know, some other team that's not doing, you know, Falcons or Falcons just got demolished. So maybe they could beat them. Like, I, I don't know. I think both teams have a shot at getting promoted. No matter what. Just for the sake of like it being even, I would rather than both get promoted since they're not, you know, relegating anybody. Yeah, since someone's getting relegated, I think, you know, what's it going to hurt? At the very least, it's not going to hurt to give another championship side a promotion to see what they can do. But at the same time, if they bring these two teams up, that means you're going to have a smaller RFU or league, and it's probably going to be ring-fenced. No, it is. It's not probably. It is. Well, I mean, it's going to be rigged, so you're going to have a smaller RFU that's not going to gain any more, you know, teams. But like we talked about, they are looking at joining up with the Welsh Premier side, which is the Welsh second division. So that would give them a huge pool to play against. So there's like 10 or 15 teams in that side. So you're looking at having a 25-team league, basically. That would be stupid. No, that'd be great. You could split it up into conferences that way. So that well, way, then, yeah. you're look, then you're looking at like a true playoffs. It's a, that's a lot of games, though. Yeah. Well, not if only if everybody only plays once. Yeah, I mean, then, that's true. Then, yeah. it, then it would just be like every other league. 
Or every other league, you play them twice. Right, but if there's this many teams, you'd only have to play them once. Oh, you're just talking about as far as, like, games? Yep. And then you could have, like, true conferences, and then you could have a good playoff system. So it, it's – and it's all – this is all just theoretical right now. No one's made any kind of decision right now. So there's still a lot that has to go into this. Well, the first game we had was uh, Bedford versus Amptill. We both had Bedford winning that one, which they did, 32-28. to 28. Um, What were the predictions on that one? Huh? What were the predictions on that one? You had 44-37. I had uh, 18-12. Dang. You were too low and I was too high. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Bedford's Uh, cool, though, man. They they just – they kind of play like the Barbarians where they just go out there and, like, try to put on, like, ridiculous tries. Like, they're always out there, like – they're kind of like Bristol in the sense where like every time someone touches the ball, like they're going for a try. They're not going for just ball retention. Like they're always trying like, you know, crossfield kicks or chip kicks. I mean, trying to get to the wings. They're really fun to watch. So I don't, I like Bedford win or lose. They're <sighs> exciting. I've never seen a barbarians match. What? Yeah, man. <laughs> you got to get on YouTube. Yeah. They're cool. They're they're super cool games. They like the Harlem Globetrotters of the rugby world? Yeah, but they don't always win. <laughs> <laughs> Do the Harlem Globetrotters always win? Always. Those are it's fixed scripted. Games they always, they always, they're, yeah, they're fixed games. They always win. <clears throat> well, I'll check it out. The, uh, Next match we had was Richmond versus Coventry. Coventry took that one 42 to 22. You were kind yeah, of close. You had 45. That, that was, yeah, but that was another um, another game where Richmond showed up in the first half. Like the last, I don't think they've won a game this year. Um, but they played a lot better than the scoreline indicates. It was a really close game in the first half, and then I think that's probably how most of their games have gone, though. It's a really close first half, and then they just absolutely fall off in the second. They're like negative 200-something in the uh, points for and points against. Yeah, negative 228. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, I mean, even London Scottish don't even have that low of a uh, point differential. Well, I mean, to be fair, they haven't played. <laughs> but they will be back next season, also with the backing of uh, the princess. Uh, her uh-huh. royal highness. So it's like her fourth consecutive three-year partnership with London Scottish. So... That's cool. So they can afford to have their players next season. <laughs> and their grounds and everything. So that, that's good. It's always nice when the crown backs you up. The crown. In, uh, in Marler's book, he's always talking about meeting, uh, meeting the king. The king would always go in there, and, or the prince. I don't remember who, which one he was talking about. 
It's probably the Duke. The one that Duke of Edinburgh, the one that just died like a month ago. Maybe. But he's always talking about meeting him like you would go in there like before the match. No, after the match. And uh, the first time, I think Joe Marler did something stupid on accident, right? Whenever he went to go meet him. And then, like, every time he met him after that, he would always just, like, purposely do something stupid. Just, <laughs> he probably just, loved it. Oh, yeah. He's like, you know, <laughs> until you got to read the damn book, John. I need to. I, you're right. I need to. I'm tired of tired of talking about it all the time on our podcast. Whatever, man. You have to listen to the old podcast of his, and you haven't done that yet. So How do you know? I don't know. I don't know. But you haven't. Uh, the next game we had was... <laughs> nah, I'll probably do that on the road tomorrow. I got a long drive. I leave at like fucking three, dude. Dude, just start at episode... You don't need to listen to episode one because you know who he is. But like episode... Oh, it is? Yeah, it's who's Joe Marler, basically. Which is cool. I mean, it, it's not... A, it's a good one, but you don't have to. I would start at like number two. I think it's a zookeeper one. And just work your way up, dude. They're hilarious. All right. I'll do that if you start listening to his book. We'll see. I like to wow. read them. I like I like to have the physical book. Yeah, but he reads to you like it's Joe Marler narrating. Oh god, that'd be great. Yeah, what more can you ask for, dude? Not much. Uh, he tries to do impersonations like every time he does Eddie Jones. Oh, yeah, I probably should listen to it then. Oh yeah, it's good. It's good. All right, I'll I'll get it. You should. You should. I will. Like, I'm, I, I'm I tired promise. Of, I'm tired I promise. of name dropping it all I the promise. time. I promise. All right, back to the games. Back to the games. Uh, Saracens to Hartbury. That one was not happening. So then we got Reds versus the uh, Pirates. I tried to look up a. Uh... Dude, what a game. You had to go to Jersey Reds uh, YouTube, they had it on there. They had it. It was actually it worked out great for me because they wanted like I think it was like twelve pounds or something like that. So it's like eighteen bucks to watch like a single game. I was like, nah, I'm I'm not gonna do that. Like next year I'll, I'll buy the season pass or whatever, for like fifty bucks or whatever, so I can watch all the games. But yeah, they wanted like eighteen bucks to watch a single game. I was like, I'll just catch the highlights. Yeah, yeah right. So. Which I mean is what, you know, these teams are not getting money from the RFU. Or not as much. They can't have fans. So they got to make money. So I get that they're selling tickets. You know, it's it's something. They need to make money. I get it. Um, well, the Reds uh, broadcasting system broke down or whatever. It wasn't working. Oh, man. So they put it on YouTube for free, like 15 minutes into the game whatever it was, or 10 minutes into the game, they put it on there for free, and I was like, oh, sweet. Turned it on for 20 minutes, dude. Nothing happened. Stalemate. Like, scoreless game. They start going back and forth a little bit. The Reds get the upper hand. The Pirates strike back with, like, a, like a long-range try. It's crazy. And then uh, down two scores, or two... Down three scores, I think, with, like, five minutes left. The Pirates go, and they score. 
and then it's so the clock's in the red, but they have you know injury time, whatever they score. They he drop goals it over. They get the ball back, like they score again, and they get within like they're within one point, and they get the ball back with a minute left. And I'm like, oh shit, like they could do this, like they have a chance to do this. And then they were running, I think they knocked it on or something like that. And, uh, yeah, dude, it was so close. It was like a one point game. They brought it into you know overtime. Crazy game. They had a chance to win it, but it it was kind of like too little, too late. You know, you could tell like they got too psyched up about it. Like, oh shit, we can do this, and then. You know, but one penalty against you and it's over. But yeah, it was a super exciting finish to that game. Yeah, the I started watching the, it. It was the title of the video is called Try Lights. Yeah. So it literally only like just showed you when like a point was scored. Yeah, that's uh, I think that's what the Cornish Pirates do. Yeah. Is they have the, the Try Lights. Yeah. So, if you went to the the Jersey Reds um, page, they are the ones that posted it. But and that was only because they were hosting, I think, and they they had to. So, I'm sending you a picture. I'm probably gonna post it to our Facebook page too. But oh, Lester Tigers being salty. The Tigers are. It's, yeah, the Tigers against Sale. Oh. Oh. Um. The Pirates are getting a scrum half back from Bristol. Actually, um, ooh, I think it's like Trestle or something. He's not a starter for Bristol, obviously. Um, but he started out. Tom, yeah, Tom Kessel. Ten years after he first joined the Cornish Pirates, he's coming home. Signed a one-year deal for the 2021-2022 season, leaving Bristol to come back home. Uh, at least he's coming home. Fuck it. Yeah. He left to join the Saints and then the Bears. Oh, you said he's going where? Back to the Pirates. Uh, well, yeah, at least it's the Pirates, too. Yeah. He uh hometown guy, too. He's already had 112 appearances there, 33 tries. Left in 2015 to join the Saints, went to the Bears, and now he's coming back home. Coming home. That's awesome. I like that. Did you get that picture I sent you? Did you text it to me? I sent it. I texted to you and through your messenger. So this is on our Twitter page that I found it. So we have a a scrummed up Twitter page. And that's all I use it to is follow rugby, get news and shit. We show in the 2006 final across social channels on Thursday. Mute sale shark. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that. That's good. Some of these teams have like really good band. I don't know, man. The, uh, the MLR net major league rugby network or whatever, a rugby network, their social media is so good. Like Wendy's social media is maybe just barely above the rugby network. The rugby network. 
the rugby network go follow them on the social media they have the right. best content whoever is running that page is a genius i didn't even know they had a fucking oh page. go follow it dude they're they are <clears throat> uh, they're so good just be careful they do ruin scores every now and then but god their memes are the best <laughs> where are we at i'm i'm uh we are jumping into the MLR, speaking of. Oh, yeah. So the first game we had was a disagreement that was Toronto versus the Free Jacks. You had Free Jacks 22-17. I had Toronto 38-22, to and the Free Jacks won 14-12. Yep. So. Yeah. It's about time I got one of those disagreements right. <laughs> well, but wait, there's more. Uh, the next game we had was Houston versus San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had San Diego 26-24. I had Houston 26-19. Oh, yeah, no, we were both way wrong on that one. Let's score. Yeah, but San Diego won 39-11, yeah. which tied us. At this Again? Point on the disagreements, we were tied. Again? Yes, but the next oh. game after that was Giltinis versus Atlanta. Oh, you a bitch. You chose the Giltinis 39-31. I had Atlanta 32-30, to and Atlanta won 17-12. Yeah. Is that really what gave you the win? That's really what gave me the win. I fucking hate you. I was going through the list, and I was like, holy Do fuck. You, that is the luckiest win ever. The Giltinis have been virtually unstoppable this year. But, I mean, in the later season, they're starting to look kind of human they're, again. They're looking human again. That's right. You are correct. Well, I say looking human again. They started off their first year as absolute fucking monsters. So they're looking like humans for the first time. Yeah. Well, not Angus Cottrell, though. That guy is still an absolute nightmare. Which I think, if I'm correct... There was a red card in that game. Uh, yes, that's the game. Oh, he headbutted the dude. That's right. Somebody on the ground, and uh, JP Doyle was like, "We're not having that shit." He was like, "Get the fuck off the field." The guy stood up, and he was like, "Come here." He was like, "You know what you yeah. do?" He's like, "Get off the field." And they were like, "Oh my god, what happened?" And back and look, he's like, "Oh, he headbutted him on the ground." He yeah, was like, like he cleared him. the fuck like, out and just straight fucking headbutted that dude. Like there, it was, there some... was some. It was. I understand the guy's frustration. The ruck was basically the ball was out. It was over. He got hit. He got up. He felt like he got hit late, so he got up and he just absolutely smashed that guy's face. <laughs> and JP Doyle was not having it. He was like, "Get up, get out." He was like, "You're gone." Not having that shit. Yeah, that yeah you shit can't headbutt people. Wild. You're not. You're not Backy's Botha, and this is not 2004. So can't be doing that. Some like fucking street like blitz rugby. Like if you remember the old like blitz NFL game where you're just like blitz ripping 2003, the dog. Yeah, I in that game, my brother and I, we got so good at that. We're like one of us to play quarterback. One of us to play wide receiver on the GameCube. And fresh off the line, all you had to do was hit B. Your guy would, sh- he would shove 
the cornerback down, and it was an 80-yard touchdown every single time. <laughs> Drew Bledsoe to Eric Molds every time, dude. <laughs> Unstoppable. Catch fire after two touchdowns. Sit there and headbutt people on the ground. Butt slam people. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. That dude thought he was playing blitz rugby, man. He was wrong. Once you like, once you started watching the replay, you're like, "Oh, geez, yeah." He just like straight, just <laughs> dude on the ground, just skadoosh. Like, yeah, man, it was not not great. <laughs> like, come on, man! Like, the fuck are you thinking? That's <laughs> like you, you can't even do that in MMA. <laughs> no, like, they don't put up with that. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was watching a uh, a video of just just Owen Farrell being a fucking dick mm-hmm. today. Just just a compilation of all his stupid shit, and uh, yeah, showed him getting into it like Faf and all that shit. It's so funny to see Faf get actually riled up. Oh, because he's so little. Yeah. Okay, so the guy that headbutted a scrum half. Is six eight two hundred and seventy three pounds. <laughs> that is gigantic. Yeah, that hurt, especially the back of the fucking head. While you're already sliding, you know, when you're already like sliding, getting tackled, you're already kind of like just being jambled a little bit, and then you're getting fucking headbutt to the back of the head. That's what he tries to make it look like, like he's just sliding over him, but he just instead headbutts the fuck out of him. Uh, he like dove into that like kamikaze man. Um, you know my favorite thing that happened in the World Cup was was when um the USA was playing um uh, John I think his name was John Quill. Yeah, John Quill got red carded when the USA was playing England for absolutely mushing Owen Farrell's face. Guess we'll have to find a video. I got it. I'll never, never not have that video. It's not as bad as some of the ones Owen Farrell did. People were like, oh, look, he finally got what was coming to him. But it wasn't. It was more like head on head than it was anything else. But it was. Eddie Jones was like, oh, I think he's missing part of his nose, but he's okay. (laughs) And then John Quill retired. He's like, yeah, I got red carded for hitting Owen Farrell in the face. He was like, I can quit now and be happy with my career. Man, that was like not only shoulder to shoulder, that was head to head too. Mm-hmm. Gosh. And this was cool. right after Owen Farrell had gotten in trouble for his high tackles. And he was off balance coming up into it. He, yeah, yeah, he just picked the ball up. It was kind of wobbly. <laughs> yeah, I bet that rocked his shit like a motherfucker. And we were getting blown out, and I was just like, you know what? It's like, good for you, man. <laughs> Yeah, man, that is pretty brutal. But there were even <laughs> there were even England fans that were like, "Yeah, they're like, good lesson learned." <laughs> it's time he got some of his own medicine. Who did uh, what's it called? 
who did USA beat for like the first time in like 70 years, two years ago? Was it Scotland? Yeah, we beat Scotland like 10 to 9 or something like that. It was it was our first win over a top 10 ranked team. To be fair, I mean, it wasn't Scotland's A team. It was, you know, like they sent over their, their basically yeah. they sent over the guys they wanted to call up for the future. They yeah, sent they them over, like, like Hoggy had... and fucking Russell and Vandermeer. Yeah, they didn't. Fucking... They didn't have all their stars. <laughs> I mean, they had you know like Blair Kinghorn was playing, but he was you know he was like twenty two or whatever. Um, not to downplay the USA's success on that. I mean, it was a great, great win, but it was not Scotland's top team. Um, but still, yeah, I mean, sure. that was we we were. I think we were ranked like 15 or something that year. So we were moving up pretty good. And like, like a week later, dude, we went to go play Ireland or whatever it was. And we just got torched like 43 to, you know, nothing or whatever it was. So I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully we will start doing better. We'll see how much the MLR is paying off basically. Yeah. Get old Connor Mooneyham in there. Well, he is in the squad, so we'll see. We'll see what That's happens. Interesting, because he's he's been fucking amazing this year. Yeah, he's been great. And he's young. He's only like what twenty two, something like that. Twenty one. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. What? I bet he, I hate being as old as I am and hearing like, oh yeah, this dude is, you know, making his pro debut at 20 years old. It's like, man, fuck. Why was it? Why am I born here? Oh, we missed our shot for sure. Oh, found yeah. rugby. Found rugby way too late. Way um, too late, and probably the worst country to find it. And the oh, worst. I, to find okay. It. The worst Take city to the find worst, it. The worst <laughs> country. Chill out with that. It was not the worst to find it in. Well, no, it's not the worst country, but... Do you imagine finding uh, rugby in North Korea? But it wouldn't be as fun as it is here. I mean, I think or there's China, a word for that. Or China? They're like, oh, you knocked the ball on? Come with us. Come on. <laughs> come on now. No, come, come to the alleyway. Come to the alleyway. It's all right. I know it's dark. It's okay. Come on. Come on. Your family? Nope, nope. Don't worry about them. You're not going to see them again. Come on. <laughs> All right, John. All right. I, I get your fucking point. Even well, though... sometimes sometimes it takes a while for you to get it. So, Just saying, finding rugby at – how old was I when I found this? So I was – so we're looking at like three, four years, three – I started playing in 2018, so yeah, three years ago. So I was 22 – uh, and I found rugby in Midland, Texas. Yeah. Um, fuck off. Okay. Do you, remember the fir- do you remember the first thing I said to you? No. We went for a team run. Was oh, the, uh, yes. That was brutal. It was you, me, Cody, uh, and, his- Cody and his wife. And uh, we were getting ready for seven season. And I asked you, I was like, hey, man, I was like, because almost nobody on the team is from Midland. And I was like, are you like you from here? They're like, yeah, born and raised. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's usually what I say. Yeah, I sadly, born and raised. I was like, oh, damn, I'm sorry. And you kind of looked at me all crazy. And I was like, oh, 
don't know. If you I like probably look at you crazy because of that. I probably looked at you crazy like motherfucker. I'm dying right now. We haven't even started running yet. yet. <laughs> but it was hot out though. That was horrible. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I hate sevens. I hate running. Well, now I hate. I used to be good at running, but I hate running now. Well, like I said, I used to really love sevens, but I think just because of how absent it's been, and then me just watching and playing more fifteens, I think I, you know, like I said, I fell into fifteens a lot more than because I mean I used to be all be about sevens, man. Like, well, fifteens, we man. Fifteens is sevens is exciting, but fifteens is real rugby. Yeah, it's real rugby. I mean, seven sevens is exciting. It's cool because you see these long tries, but. You're not getting breakdown stuff. You're not getting lineouts. You're not getting, you know, breaks off scrums. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I like 15s so much better. Seventh is great for a change of pace. But mainly I like sevens just because, like, the dexterity of these guys, right? Like, if you, like, you can't tell me watching Fiji play sevens is just a, amazing dude they are no it's no it's it's incredible but then you put them on a 15th pitch against you know england or whatever and you're gonna have a boring game because there's no space yeah well yeah that's what i'm saying you know like just watching fiji in their sevens is their offloads you know the way they set themselves up you know their coordination is badass you know oh yeah absolutely but watching 15s and just watching more you know you got a lot more cogs turning. You have a game plan. Happen, you know, you know, it's like, yeah. So yeah, 15 is really where it's at for me now. But when I first started, funny enough, I actually started in sevens. Yeah. So of course I was probably all about it, but, but now once, once 15 or sevens went kind of absent, 15 is where it was at. I also hate sevens because I'm I'm slow and my passing is not that great (laughs) and you know just general stuff like that. There's not a whole lot of line outs in sevens. Not great in the front row in scrums, so there's that too. Sevens is just not my game. Sevens kind of took me for like a uh, my first tournament though really like confused the shit out of me because everybody's like. Oh yeah, sevens is all about like these small fast guys. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm a small fast guy, and I get over there. There is some fucking monsters. And I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, that is not a small fast guy. They're like, yeah, we're playing super social. It's like, I don't know what that means. That means like, uh, said, they're playing. It's all the old boys that played prop that still want to play. Yeah, I know. I know what it means now. But I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, that dude's like six three two fifty. And he could probably still run pretty quick, like right. Some of them, dude, yeah, some of them can. Uh, dude, I'll never forget when it was one of the dudes that's on uh, the Gilgronies now. He's on a starter for them, but he was last year. The dude got the ball because it was their their first division side. They were going for like a, a trophy, and their side lost, so they dumped them down to the division we were playing in, which I think was second division. Like, there was super social, social, and then there was, like, one above us, kind of. So their first team lost. They sent their other their top guys down to their second team to play us. Like, we'd had the highest score of the tournament. I mean, Mad Dogs were kicking ass, right? 
And uh, I came into this game, and, uh, <laughs> dude. So their guy tossed him the ball, and Sevens is obviously very spread out. So just me and this guy, and both of us were forwards. He's a much bigger for. He was shorter than me, but he was a much bigger forward than me. <laughs> and neither one of us had any energy to go running anywhere. And we literally walked towards each other <laughs> for this collision. Like there was no like in the final like three feet, we kind of like ran at each other. But we walked. We both knew I was like, he's not gonna pass it. He knows that I know he's not gonna pass it. And I have to tackle this big dude who's probably like six two, two eighty. And he was he was big. That was probably one of the worst experiences of my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. actually, our standings, we're not even, the AGs are still like in third or something like that, aren't they? In the division? Damn, we kind of bounced around it. We didn't even go over the standings for those guys. Well, I don't think we even finished the MLR games. Yeah, we just, did we just jump straight into... We haven't even finished the games. We didn't. We talked about like two of them. And we've been off track for like 30 minutes. <laughs> How do we jump into the <laughs> other guys? I don't know. Oh, you know what? We started off with uh, with RFU, and then we jumped on to Toronto, and then, yeah, we, we yeah, trailed we to off. Yeah, 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 because you got to win by one point on your lucky guess. Uh, yeah, that's right. Oh, no, dude, we're sixth. The Gronies are sixth. Overall, not in our division, though. Oh, let me check our division. We're third. we're third. I think we're third in our division, and we're close to Utah, who I know just beat the shit out of us, but we're close. Um. Well, so we had the Giltinis, right, because that was the, the tiebreaker. Right. Uh, next game we have, <laughs> about 30 minutes later. Uh, we have the Gilgronies in Utah. Um, like I said, we got killed. Yeah, we both had Austin to win that one. You had 21-20. I had 24-18. You know what pisses me off is I would have tied if I had not switched my team. I initially yep. picked Utah. And I was like, you know what? I think the AGs are going to rebound. Nope. But I can't tell you to follow your gut because... My gut's usually wrong. <laughs> Well, you would have been right that time, right? But you also swapped on Gloucester versus London Irish. I know, and I was right that time. So you would have gave me the win anyways if you actually followed your gut the whole way through the list. Well, that was I switched that one because I didn't know who was playing at home. That's why I switched that one. That was not a gut choice. I think if that's at a neutral field, team on team, I picked London Irish. But being at home, I gave that one to Gloucester. But That's what I'd say, too. Um, man, I I just thought the AGs were going to respond better, especially with uh Ruben de Haas coming in. But he's honestly kind of sucked. Um, and I don't know if that's just because he's rusty or what, but everyone you know they keep talking him up like, oh this this guy he's a USA Eagle, you know he's the best scrum half ever. Well, honestly, we were winning games when Pete Cowley was starting at scrum half and. Now we're not, so I don't know what's going on. Austin 
they looked really good, right? And they were they were getting up to the try line, and they would always just fucking fuck it up. Right, but we we threw two passes that went all the way back for tries. That's fourteen points that we gave up like that, like yeah. nothing. Which I mean, those were not the defining moments of the game that gave it away for us. Like even without those, we still would have lost. But you can't be doing shit like that. Yeah, I didn't think they looked too terrible. I just, I don't. Dude, I don't it know. was like well, it was like twenty-two to nothing in the first half. We looked bad. I mean, yeah, but like I said, we would we would move up field really good, like super good. But yeah, as soon as we get like within that five meters. We'd fuck it up, right? And so, like, like I said, I don't, I don't know what it is, what like, what's the word for it, right? But choking. going up the field wasn't the problem. Yeah, maybe we just choke once we get we get close, right? But uh, yeah, I thought I thought we looked pretty decent until we get up to that five meter line. Yeah, I don't know if that's the forwards or if that's the backs. I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, you really don't. Is it the is the inability to get it to the outside to get it in, or is it the forwards not winning collisions to keep the ball moving forward? I mean, it's maybe it's both. I don't know. Um, but the number one defense also didn't show up. Number one defense should not be giving up forty something points. But I guess it's not really fair if you're always playing defense. So. I don't know. That, that game was that shit where uh, um, ah, what the fuck's his name? Our our fly hat starts with the M. Um, well, not not McGee. He's playing fifteen this year. Uh, Mac Mason. Yeah, Mason. You see where he's going to make the fucking conversion or the penalty kick and like that fucking mascot's driving the motorcycle across the field. Dude, that stuff just that's why people don't take well that's not that's not that's not the stuff. That's part of the reason the MLR is not taken seriously. I mean like when we went to the Austin game, right? Like the crowd was screaming and shit, but come on, riding a fucking motorcycle? That's dude, that stuff doesn't even happen like in high school football. Right. Like that's that's embarrassing. That's almost as embarrassing as being named the Gilgronies or the Giltinis when you're a top <laughs> flight professional sports organization. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I saw that. And everybody was like, it's always something in MLR. It's like, well. It shouldn't be, though. That it that shouldn't happen, right? Like, Dude, that's – okay, so hear me out. That's something – where somebody who is looking at potentially, let's say, okay, let's say that guy, uh, Kessler or whatever, who's leaving Bristol to go back to the Pirates. Let's say he had an opportunity to go join Utah. It was between the Pirates and Utah. They go, hey, man, do you want to come to America and experience new opportunities? You can come play over here. And then he sees you know, some dude in a motorcycle running across the field. And there's a kick going on. He's going to be like, no, no fuck? thanks. I'll keep my international experience over here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like really, though, it, it, it's shit like that that's going to make people who were thinking about coming to the MLR just be like, I don't know. Maybe I'll just stay home. Well, I mean, and, and ratings. I mean, 
And ratings, yeah, it doesn't look professional. Nobody wants to see that. Like, I don't know. That's really irritating. Because the MLR is trying really hard, but stupid stuff like that is just... Same with, like, the announcers that they hire. Like, why are you hiring local radio guys who don't either, A, they don't know anything about rugby, or B, they don't care. Like, you could hire someone who is, like, a coach you know, for the Huns or the Blacks, you know, or San Antonio, you could hire someone who actually is A, knowledgeable, and B, gives a shit. And it would make the commentary so much better. I shouldn't have to be telling security guards what different malls are called. Not different, what any mall that moves is called. To be fair, I didn't have to do that, but I felt it was necessary. Um, I don't know, just stupid stuff like that, I think, is... Easy fixes, in my opinion. I mean, I just, I'm just kind of surprised that it hasn't really been addressed. You know, I mean, like, that's not something you do. Like you said, high school doesn't even do that shit, you know? You, you, you don't see that. No, you don't see that, especially in professional sports. You don't see, like, some dude throwing a, you know, he's got a free throw in basketball. Well, hang on. To be, to, to be fair, basketball has been pretty rough. This last week, I don't want to do comparisons there, unless it's about LeBron James being a pussy. Because um, eye pokes being down for eighty seconds—that's ridiculous. But yeah, no, uh, NBA has been nuts with fans being <laughs> out of line this week. Okay, well, uh, well have, you not, have you not kept up with that? No, I don't watch. I don't fucking watch. I don't watch it either. But it's been all over the news stuff, like. There was the popcorn incident, there was the the bottle incident, and then there was a fan that ran on the court all within like five days. I don't I don't give a fuck about NBA. I don't there's not I a single thing that I follow that would even show you know, me what I happens. don't really either because I'm a I'm a Kings fan and we haven't made the playoffs in like fifteen years. So I just don't like basketball. It's just I like basketball. But it's not the same. It's, it's nowhere near as physical. It's nowhere near as fun to watch. It's not as cool. Yeah, so, I've never, and you I've guys listening probably don't care either. I mean, I played in it, like, growing up, like, at yeah, because you had to. or recess or whatever. But yeah, I, I, I've never followed the sport. Don't give a shit who's in it. Don't give a fuck what happens. I don't watch it on TV. Uh, I didn't even care about doing it, like, as a sport in high school. Right? Like, I just, I do it as, like, Free time, fun, like play horse or some shit. I, don't, I fuck basketball, dude. Right? I can't say I like basketball, but my team just sucks. So I've, I've never been into it. I couldn't tell you what's happening, who's who. I don't even know teams. Uh, yeah, I don't. I know like so, Michael so Jordan has three of them. Skill O'Neal. That's that's about as far as my uh, basketball knowledge goes. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> uh, well, I don't. I don't fault you for that. It's too political now, anyway. So, and I know the Spurs because my dad likes the Spurs, and that's it. I have the same birthday as Tim Duncan. He's my favorite player. Hundred percent. He played for the Spurs. Yeah. So now I don't. I don't know what's going on with basketball. But anyways, no. That's what I'm saying. Like it's just. Yeah, it was just super unprofessional. I'm surprised it hasn't been addressed in the MLR. It's something that should be addressed saying like, hey, don't do that shit again when somebody's doing a kick, right? Yeah. 
Like, thing is, like fans, like you said, it's not right because like fans screaming, you can't control the fans. The team's mascot should not be doing something like that. That's that's where the team is held responsible because that's the team's responsibility. The Gilgronies can't tell us. I mean, they can tell us, but like can't listen. But we're not employees of the Gilgronies, like the mascot is of was it utah right yeah yeah it was utah. yeah yeah they're not empl- we're not employees of utah we don't have to obey their rules so i mean that, i don't know that's i, I mean know. like I even the mascot is you know even if you were just to run out there it's still like it's dude, too much it's too right? much is he yeah. driving a motorcycle like those things are loud you're driving on the grass of the field, which he does at every game, every home game anyways, but, like, come on, dude. Yeah. Well, it can't make it any worse than New Orleans field. You know, at least in, like, fucking baseball, they fucking, you know, wait till there's, like, a break, and then they'll, like, drive around on the outside, you know? But, right. like... You ever been to a, you ever been to a hockey to... game? Uh, I've only been to uh, the Odessa Jackalopes, and that dude, was... They oh, like, clean... And, they clean that shit off like every 30 seconds. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Dude, it's insane. Yeah, dude. That, that that blew my mind. I was like, dude, what the fuck is happening? Like, is this really happening? <laughs> it's all the time, dude. Yeah, they call everybody off. And they go and they clean the ice real quick. And everyone gets back on there again. It's like, whoa, okay. No, I'm talking about, I'm still talking about the motorcycle. I was just oh, like, yeah, no, that's, I was in awe. I was like, there's no way this is really happening. I can't believe that. And, and like, I think the rugby pass or whatever, they're like, yeah, the MLR, the gift that keeps on giving, to me is like, are they taking a stab at us? Kind of seems like, like it. <laughs> kind of seems like it. So the championship and the premiership and Pro 14 and the top 14 kind of look at us and go, yeah, that's what we thought. You think Danny Carey wants to come over here now? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> probably maybe he does. Not. Maybe he's like, dude, America's wild. No, probably not. Probably not, dude. If America's like, what are y'all doing? Chances are everybody else is like, what the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> exactly. But anyways, um, the last game we had was ruining Old Glory. Yikes. Uh, we yeah, got we that both- wrong. Yeah, we both had Old Glory winning that one. You had twenty four to twenty one. I had twenty one to twenty, and Rooney took that one forty six to ten. Yeah. After about ten minutes of watching that, I was like, uh, I got this one wrong. <laughs> yeah. That was tough. So for the totals uh, of everything, so we had seven disagreements. You had three. I had four. So I took that one by one disagreement. You lucky bitch. And honestly, it probably wasn't the Atlanta one that did it. It was probably... It was Benetton. It was probably the Reds and the Chiefs, honestly. Well, yeah, that too, because I figured when you said Reds and Chiefs, and I was like, all right, like right, I'll give it back to you. Brumbies, Blues. Well, we did, like, we did Brumbies and Blues before we did Reds and right, Chiefs. Right, right. But I knew who you were going for. Oh, like I figured we would even out with that one. So now I'm picking against the Brumbies and I swear to God if they win this game. 
I am going to... First of all, I'll be happy they won a game, but I'm going to flip my shit that I was wrong. Because <laughs> I know I'm going to miss half of the disagreements that we got. Like, that's just... That's just how it goes. Like these, The games that we have disagreements on are games that are typically 50-50 splits that are up in the air that neither one of us honestly knows who is going to win that game. Typically. Yeah. So, or or they're just we we feel like we know who's going to happen. And right, goes the but direction. what I, like okay, so if there's 25 games and we only have seven disagreements. Those are that means those are the games that we just for whatever reason we don't feel like we have a hundred percent on who's going to win that one. Because we had last week we had, we had 25 games last week or something like that. And we only had seven. Well, we had 25, but two didn't play. Yeah, two didn't play. Right, we had 25 though, and only seven of them were disagreements. To be fair, though, that's about our average. Right. And stuff like, honestly, Benetton and Connick shouldn't be a disagreement. Um, Connick should win that game. <laughs> yeah, Reds, Chiefs, Brummies, Blues, that probably shouldn't be a disagreement either. Uh, Houston, San Diego, that probably shouldn't have been a disagreement, but San Diego did look like shit this year. Houston's 50-50, so that's why I went for the Houston one, and San Diego blew them out the water. Uh, they've actually caught on fire recently. They've been real good recently. Well, they've been back to where they're, they are known to be. Yeah. Rob Shaw's not even playing for him. He's he's back in training, though. He is back training. When he get injured or what, something? Uh, yeah, he was injured, and I think his wife had a baby. Oh, I got you. I I could be super wrong on that. Congratulations on your baby, Rob Shaw. If that's what happened, I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I'm glad you're back training again. <laughs> ridiculous so right. yeah seven disagreements i got four you got three so i took this this episode once again what are we this is episode what 14 so it means i got it's like 12 to 1 something like that jeez it's okay who's winning the bigs versus shitty conversation that's all that matters okay you have one all right oh just just wait I'm about to be three and zero. Oh. And how? What, what do we say? Uh, first, uh, best out of six, so I only have to get four. Uh, and then you have to get a Saints tattoo. <laughs> uh, on the prim games, we both got five out of six, which left us with eighty-three percent. Uh, on Super Rugby, I had a hundred percent. You had sixty percent. Uh, so that was three out of five for you. Uh, Rainbow Cup, we both had two out of three, um, which left us with 66. MLR, I had one out of five. You had two out of five, so you had 40. I had 20%. And in the RFU, we both had three out of four, which left us with 75. If you look at the grand total, I had 16 out of 23 correct, and you had 15 out of 23 correct. So we had about a 65, 70-ish percent. 
which is probably our average. We're, we're always averaging around around the 60s, 70s. Yeah, which is not very good. So I again, it's bad. It's not bad. I mean, it's it's above average, I think. But again, uh, no betting on us. Um, well, if anybody could send in their predictions and start beating us on a weekly basis, I'd be. You know, we would. We would love to have you on the show, and maybe replace one of us. Um. Okay, maybe not, but. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Re- you can't replace us, but. You can come on, and we'll give you long drinks as pay. Well, to hang out with Jacob, maybe. Well, you don't want to hang out with whoever comes on? Well, I'm not going to give him long drinks. Things are expensive. It's six for $15. Yeah, it's expensive. Six is way more than enough for anybody. That's true, especially if you drink them quick. Yeah, and so there you go. And they're really good. They're going to be like, wow, this is really good. They are really good. So, the last predictions we have... Actually, we should go into the standings. Wait, what? For the MLR. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Giltini's still number one with 41 points. They are 8-2. and two. Uh, and then you have Atlanta at number two, seven and three with 35. Rooney, seven and three with 34. And in your number four spot, you have Utah, five and five with 31. To your middle of the table, you have Nola, AG, Free Jacks, San Diego Legion, and Old Glory. Your bottom three is Toronto with 23, Sabercats with 13, and oh. Seattle with 12. Sabercats are. Barely better than Seattle? Yes. Oh. Yikes. And and what's worse is they played one more game than Seattle, so soon they might be at the bottom. So they're probably worse. Yeah, uh, my wife was actually watching the uh, San Diego-Houston game, and her only comments at the game were, wow, the Houston team kind of sucks. And I you know didn't really have a good response for that. <laughs> you know what? What's Actually, funny? Actually, my response was they've kind of been like that for the last four years. Yeah, they they kind of have. They like we said, I think they're the ones that went without a win. Nope. Ags went without a win. That's right. That's right. Because we lost to Houston. <laughs> but I mean, still, that's fucking. They won, right? And you want to get a team that didn't have any wins. Yeah. So, um, my buddy and his son, they do a Sports Saturday all update, right? So, they do, they talk about every sport there is, including rugby, which is, we send in that every every week. Yeah. Uh, And I thought the Sabercats had a cool name. And I think they have a cool name. I like, I like, dude, I think their logo is sick with the ball and like the. Two, I thought it the, was right. That's a cool logo. Wait, and, do they not like it? Dude, so the son, he's like, I don't know, 12, 13. And he's looking at the Free Jacks. And he goes, Is that the Pringles man in the Free Jacks logo? 
And the dad no. was like, the dad was like, no. He's like, that looks like it's a, a trophy fist holding a, a lantern. Flags. Yeah, he was like, it looks like a trophy and a couple of flags. And he was like, oh, that's weird. He's like, well, at least it's not a weird name like the Saber Cats and the logo that they got. And I was what? like, hold up. Hang on. Because <laughs> I like minute. that. <laughs> Wait, I like the Saber Cats logo. I love their logo and their name. I like, okay. So I'm my teams are AG, Saber Cats, and Free Jacks. I feel offended that they picked on two of my teams right there. And they probably, obviously, the Gilgronies are a terrible name. So <laughs> actually, they I, don't make uh, the Guiltinis is their favorite team, which, of, of course, okay. right? Hey, man. Uh, oh, so they can make fun of the Saber Cats and the Free Jacks, but they're like, oh, yeah, the Guiltinis. No, that's cool. Yeah, pretty much. That's ridiculous. That's super ridiculous. A little bit. I was, I was like, pretty offended because it's more like a blog. Like Old Glory or something. Old Glory is cool. Old Glory, right? Um, If it was me, I would probably gone with like the Sea Wolves, you know, Giltinis, Gilgronies. That's probably about it. That's as far as like I go with like the weird mascot or names. Yeah. Right? But like the Free Jacks and Saber Cats, I was like, what? Well, like, I thought those are the coolest ones, man. I thought so. What do you guys think? I mean, like, <laughs> fuck. Shit. Maybe me and John are both wrong and. We don't know jack shit about rugby, apparently. One of the 13-year-olds calling on our bullshit. Um, so, yeah, that was our standings. Uh, the first game we have is... Well, let me get the time here. It's Austin versus Houston. The time is going to be at 7 o'clock on a Saturday. That Austin and Houston? Yeah, Houston. Uh, I don't know why I care. It doesn't matter. It's still it's a Texas Cup game, uh, which means Texas is the real winner. What? Just kidding. That uh, means Austin's. 27-24. Same thing as always, man. Houston will try to make it competitive, but it's not going to matter. Hopefully wow. the AGs can put their offense together, but that I think the defense is too good for uh, the SaberCats. So you have 27-24 to Austin? Yep. I have 34-24 to to Austin. Okay, thank God. So you're not really going to pick the SaberCats after that dismal. No, 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 no. After that little rant we had, no. Uh, next game we have is at... 7.30 on Saturday. That is Atlanta playing at New Orleans. NOLA. Okay. I mean, NOLA just beat Utah. Remember, Utah most just beat us. About four points difference. So, right. Could go either way. 
I yeah, but ATL trust your gut. My gut says New Orleans, but my head says Atlanta. Trust so I'm gonna say Atlanta thirty four thirty one. I have Atlanta thirty to twenty eight. Pretty close. That one stresses me out. I don't know, man. That one like, was I think, really close. I, I just I think Atlanta has that one, but it's one of those games that I'm just like, New Orleans could easily take that. Oh, this I need to get my highlighter out because uh, one of these is automatically a given disagreement. What's that? You'll see why. You'll see why. Uh, next game we have is San Diego playing at Toronto or at Atlanta um, at a one o'clock on Saturday. Or no, Sunday. That's a Sunday game. Oh, you're thinking about it too long. Ah, way too long, man. Uh, Drop a pencil. Drop a pencil. If it goes right. left, I'll it's do it. San Diego. I'll, I'll do it. Okay. Toronto. Left to, San, left to San Diego, right's Toronto? Yep. San Diego. Boom. All right. 28 26. 28 to 26. I don't like that pick. <laughs> uh, I have San Diego 36 17. I don't like that pick, but I got so, it. It's, I mean, it's cool. If, if Toronto wins, then we both lose, right? I guess, yeah. Just think about that. At 5 o'clock, see, this is Eastern time. Yeah, so 5 o'clock on Sunday, we have Old Glory versus New England Free Jacks. Free Jacks are home. Free Jacks, then. 21 to 20. 21 to 20. Yeah. Oh, glory. looked like crap last week. You ready for this? Yeah, you're picking old glory. First in scrummed up prediction history. I'm going a 28 all draw. Oh, all right. So, boom. Automatic disagreement because I knew you were going to pick a draw either. No, of course not. But you also fuck yourself on that. Well, it was crazy. It's much harder for you to get a point on that. And it just stood up. Wait, did you really? No. no. I was like, that would be insane. (laughs) I'd leave the house. It's haunted. Uh, yeah, I'd probably fuck myself on that one. But imagine if I'm right. Be crazy. That wouldn't be wild. I would for sure, this time, for reals, go get a lottery ticket. Last but game we have is at 7 o'clock on Sunday. That's Utah playing at Seattle. Uh, Utah 38-20. 38 to 20 Utah. I also have Utah 36 to 22. 
once again, we're still pretty close. Yeah. Told you we're getting the hang of this shit. I think so. So we have one, two, three, four. Wow. Let me make sure I'm counting this shit right. Jesus, put this shit in the light. One, two, three, four, five, six. We have seven disagreements again. All right, then. Uh, We have 22 total games, six Rainbow Cup, five Super Rugby, six Prem, five MLR. I didn't count the uh, other ones, so we have more games than that. Oh, no, 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 we do because we didn't. We don't have any. Uh, we don't have any RFU. So yeah, twenty-two. So when are Saracens and Ealing playing next week? I have no idea. I haven't. I haven't seen anything. I thought they were just calling it a draw, and the Saracens were appealing for it. No, no, but they're playing Ealing for the playoffs. Uh, when I go to their website. No future matches pop up. Let me mm. see if I can find something real quick. <clears throat> of course, my network's going to go god-awful slow. I'm not seeing anything either. Yeah. Well, I'm sure well, it'll be in the next week or two. It's not going <laughs> to be very long. I mean, it's they're they're going to figure it out. But we'll get there when we get there, I guess. So a little bit of news I had was um, the Saracens actually appealing. Oh, yeah. I had that too, but yeah, yeah. That was your only piece of news? Nope. Oh, you had more? Yep. You impressed me every episode. You know that? Oh, thanks. Uh, So the only other news that I have is that the Japanese top 14 league is in talks with super rugby to get some of their, their best teams playing the super rugby sides. So, which they used to have the, uh, the sun wolves playing, but we haven't seen them for a while. Um, I mean, obviously you're not going to have like, the green rockets or whatever who didn't win a game and they got beat like you know a thousand points nothing but like their top four teams or top three teams whatever they should be playing so that'd be cool that's about it though is that japan wants to get their top league involved in super rugby which i think is a good plan can't be worse than australia so here's something for you um Moanga, McKenzie, Jordan, Bowden, or Jordy um, were all named as the All Blacks 10s and 15s. Who would you start? Moanga. Clearly. Okay. You still have a 15. So, Moanga at 10. I would start... I would start Barrett at 15 and bring, well, hang on, depending on how the game goes, if we're losing at halftime, bring McKenzie on because McKenzie can bring a spark at 15. What? Which Barrett at 15? 
Jordy. I'm not putting Bowden. No Bowden? No. Bowden is a backup 10. Yeah, you're uh, right. yeah. Bowden Barrett's backup ten, dude. He's yeah, he doesn't right. have a he that's doesn't a, have a starting dad. place on, which is ridiculous that Bowden Barrett doesn't have a starting ten jersey. He's a he's a backup ten to Moanga. That uh, that's it, man. He's backup ten. He gets ten minutes of game time. Like that that's it. They don't need him. Your team is so stacked that you don't need Bowden Barrett, which is insane. They'd be. Say. Just fine without the guy. Yeah, I would probably go Moanga and McKenzie if it was me. Yeah, I, I don't. I just wouldn't start McKenzie. I don't think I'd start Barrett just for consistency. Like McKenzie has those amazing flash plays. But I, I would keep him on the bench to have those flash plays if you need a spark, you know, with 20 minutes left or whatever. But you got to keep in mind, whenever it comes to defense, McKenzie is everywhere. Like he's pretty vital. Not, I mean, I, I want to say he's he's there, but he doesn't always do his job. He gets red carded sometimes. Oh See, my! His tackle God. technique One is terrible. Time. One time. It's not just that man. It's a he's a he's a little guy, and that sometimes when he's covering backs, he's all right. But you know, if he's got to step up against a prop or something like that, he's gonna get bounced. I've seen McKenzie get bounced a lot, and uh, Jordy Barrett is much bigger than Damian McKenzie. That's all I'm saying, man. That's all I'm saying. I wouldn't start him. I'd have him as backup 15. I know he's your guy. I'm just saying. I just want to point out to you, um, they're doing these competitions where they're doing like the North versus the South. Yeah, North is winning. Y- yeah, I want I want to point out that Lay Halfpenny beat Jordy Barrett. Yeah. Okay, and you stick with that decision? Yes. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Actually, no, I don't think was it Lay Halfpenny? Okay, so Jordy Barrett is six foot five. Damian McKenzie is five foot nine. So when you gotta take on a flanker running in the open field, do you want a five foot nine guy doing it or you want a six foot five guy doing it? It depends. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. How tall is Faf? That's not relevant to the question I'm asking you. That is. He is super short, and he is, like, he's pretty good. Would you trust a guy who's 5'9 or 6'5 to get in the way of that tackle more so? It depends on the guy. No. Who, like, who are you taking to make that tackle. It really depends on the guy. <laughs> I'm, ta- I'm taking Jordy Barrett, man. He's much bigger. Open field tackles, I'm taking Jordy Barrett. I mean, like like I said, 
prime examples. You have Faf, right? And then you have Nathan well, Hughes. This, is, this isn't, Faf this isn't, can stop Nathan Hughes every time. But this isn't Faf we're talking about. We're talking about Damon McKenzie and Jordy Barrett. I have personally seen Damon McKenzie. He makes some great plays, for sure. I have also seen him get bounced a lot. Because, again, don't get me wrong, he will put himself in harm's way to make that tackle. He just doesn't always make that tackle. Yeah, but the whole, well, I mean, I mean, I guess this is kind of part of the argument, but the argument you just made is like, are you taking the six foot two guy or the five foot nine? No, I'm taking the six foot five guy. Okay, six foot five, five guy in the right. five foot nine, but still, like, the, to so my even point, even if like, they both, okay, even. Even if they both have terrible tackle technique, which they both do because they're backs and they don't like doing it, but if they both just dive in front of someone and get in the way, Jordy Barrett is a bigger obstacle to try to hurdle. That's I. That's why I'm going to give it to him. And he has a bigger leg. like He can kick further than McKenzie. So I give him the start. That's all I'm saying. This isn't a knock on McKenzie. This is just... The reasons why I would give it to him over that's like saying that oh you're second best so you're a pile of dog shit that's not how this is going like he's still great just saying he isn't the starter in that team which is full of loaded players um, I think you're wrong but I guess we'll find out whatever man it's like everyone that got upset when people were like oh. I would take Justin Tipperick as the starting seven for the Lions. And other people are like, oh, I would take Hamish Watson as the starting seven for the Lions. And everybody was getting all upset at each other. It's like, just because you pick one or the other doesn't mean the other one sucks. <laughs> just means no, you think I mean, one I is slightly that. better. I just think that Jordy Barrett is slightly better. That's it. But you also didn't have to throw on the red card, okay? That was kind but of a it low happened. or a but high it shot. If you're but it happened. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, yeah, me too. Just saying. When's last time I saw Jordy Barrett jump up in the air, no arm shoulder charge someone in the face? I don't, you know what? Uh, I right. don't want to talk about it. There you go. There you go. I don't want to talk about it. All right. I don't have the time. The listeners don't have the time to sit there and find it. It's out there, you know, but I, yeah, I, I can't waste everybody's time like that. And I really don't want to feel like cutting all this out. So. All right. Well, fair enough. I'm going to look it up right now. Whew. All right. Well, everybody will, um, we will talk to you guys next week. Wow, you didn't even laugh at that or anything. Jeez. Nope. Oh, yeah, it's cause, sorry. I'm looking at a uh, Jordy Barrett red card. Can't find it. <laughs> Can't find it. I did see uh, Jordy Barrett 2020 clutch shooter. So that's there. But uh, nope. What do you mean? Clutch shooter. Damian McKenzie has literally been winning for the Chiefs all year I'm as a clutch man. I'm just saying, man. Couldn't find a red card for Jordy Barrett. But I saw how clutch he was on YouTube. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. All right.
Yeah, yeah, right. Sorry, your boy let you down. Uh, he didn't let me down, actually. I mean, well, kind of. He actually gave you a win, so <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He didn't let me down. All right, let's wrap this shit up. No other news? Nah. Well, as usual, uh, we are out of content at a time. So uh, make sure you send all your bullshit in, whether it's a question or a comment or a prediction, uh, to questions at scrumduppodcast.com. You can also send those into Facebook. Uh, keep in mind, you can also tag Scrumed Up on Facebook and other posts or whatever. Uh, we have everything open. You can post on our page. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You can send your messages. Just make sure you send those in. Um, you know, and we will talk to you guys next week.